This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is brought to you by The Provider. The Provider's mission is to help everyone enjoy a well-seasoned meal no matter where they are or what they're cooking. They currently offer 12 unique dry rubs, an incredible wing sauce, and a number one selling cookbook, all designed to elevate the flavor of any dish. Their rubs come in airtight containers that keep them fresh and flavorful for a long time. And unlike other rubs that can be overpowering or too salty, The Provider's rubs strike the perfect balance of flavors. The cookbook book, co-written by hunting enthusiasts Chad Belding and Chad Mendez, is a work of art with incredible photos by Tom Rastachin and stories of people hunting and providing. It's so beautiful you'll want to sit down and appreciate every single page. It's packed with recipes and designed specifically for wild game and domestic meats, making it the perfect addition to any cook's arsenal. Head over to theproviderlife.com. With new additions every week, the website is a treasure trove of free cooking tutorials, provider tips, and unique recipes that will help you take your your culinary skills to the next level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the kitchen, the provider has something for everyone. This episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody is also brought to you by Oakley. Guys, let's be real. The world is your playground and you need the right gear to conquer it. That's why you need a pair of Oakley sunglasses. With Oakley, you'll have the clarity, protection, and style you need to take on any adventure. Oakley's commitment to quality, innovation, and authenticity means you can trust your eyes are in good hands. Head over to oakley.com to find your perfect pair that's the sound of the doors closing to the studio we might need to get some wd-40 on those i think wd-40 is did we talk about wd-40 on this life ain't for everybody breaking it down about how the new generation doesn't know what it is did you guys see any of that report no (laughs) No, you haven't remember when we were kids you needed duct tape and wd-40 and that's in a hammer in a craftsman wrench so we talked about we're gonna have we're gonna have the first conspiracy theorist. I don't I don't know if this man Brett Fritz would be considered conspiracy theorist. Do you consider yourself a conspiracy theorist, or is it just trying to find the truth? You know, I, I'd probably be a little in between because I don't think there's any conspiracy theories that have not been proven to be true. The CIA, right, actually invented that term after the Kennedy assassination. So there's nothing that hasn't been proven to be true it's either out there or it's been actually verified so somewhere in between i think every conspiracy theorist is just looking for the truth and or for the manipulation that's out there in the public market so i want to talk about how this came about and then when clint gets here clay's here clay building clint building alex crosby chad building brett fritz um i started thinking after meeting you the first time at the mexican restaurant in vegas because our daughters play volleyball together yep we were talking and he just said some stuff to where i was like this dude's either off his rocker but then the second time we discussed it was in roseville and then i was like damn like very well put together on the on his thoughts so i started thinking after sacramento roseville that if all of this stuff can be happening that we would have never imagined in this country voter fraud the the border crisis right now um yes. I, the way we got out of afghanistan our president line literally falling off a bike or forgetting everywhere that he is at can barely walk the stairs of air force one all of this stuff you would have never imagined that this would be happening so i'm like well why isn't it fair to at least hear this other side that never really gets reported on and the samples and the example samples that he gave me i was like i want to talk about these because i didn't know about any of them and when you start looking at this stuff, I was texting Don Jr. going, like I've texted him probably a hundred times since I've met him. Is this true? Have you heard this? Do you know who this is? You know, and I just, if, if, if all of this stuff can be happening, why isn't it okay 
not to, or why is it okay to, to keep an open ear to this stuff, even though it's not reported on and it's not the popular opinion? I think that that's how this came about. I think that it's just, it's always been happening. Like you, you know, where the conspiracy theorists eventually, you know, came from CIA. Yep. They've been under control, in control of every narrative since day one, right? And it took an outsider, if we're going to start this whole thing like you're talking about with Trump, say that was day one when we started waking up to all these theories, right? They all have been happening. They just have been under control to where the regular, you know, people were not a attest to it. But Trump, I think, took all these and said, hey, this is what's going on. And it opened people's eyes. And back in the day, there was only so many ways to get your news, right? You had to buy the newspaper. You had to listen to the news. Even prior to that, it was, you know, not far back as Pony Express, but it took a long time. News was slow. News was very slow. Now it's instant and changing every second of every day. And that's why these theories keep popping up. And while if someone says something, a hundred people believe it and they spread it and it goes like wildfire and it goes here and it could be true and it could not be true. The, the, so I think it's always been there, but now there's so many, it's happened so fast. People are now like, wow, it, it, some could be true. And like you said, most of them have been proven true. Trump's been doing this for, you know, six, six years now. And every conspiracy quote unquote has come true. Yeah. Well, but, but what if, if the news is getting to you so fast, why haven't I heard of this? The, one of the topics we're going to touch on, Dan, you're, I accuse you all the time of being the master scroller. Like all, I always like, it seems to me like you get your news probably from social media. Is that fair to say? You already told me you don't watch TV. You well, don't you read I, newspapers. You you get it from there, but you definitely need to look further into it. You cannot just read but the headlines you, that are on there. You just said that you had never heard of this funeral at George, Dub, uh, at George Sr.'s funeral. I, I've not heard Bush. of this, no. Like I had never heard this and I'm in tune with the world, but I think. I, I've heard like, you know, I the JFK stuff I've heard the big one now is this Russia collusion thing is coming out that, you know, or, you know, they were right the whole time about that too. So I've heard of a lot of it, but yeah, you're going to, I'm not going to know anything about that JFK thing, which is the reason why Tucker's gone off of Fox news, which is the reason Elon Musk is talking about Twitter, which is the reason people are afraid because he does know the truth. And when he, Brett starts talking about the companies that own shares in these in, excuse me, what was the voting company called? Oh, uh, uh, Dominion. Dominion. Dominion owns the um, the machines that we voted on in 2016 and 2018 and 2020 and 2022. All the last uh, uh, few elections we've had, right? Even going back, anytime it's been electronic, it's been Divin- Dominion voting, right? And then Smartmatic is a is a sub company that you'll hear a lot. Rudy Giuliani talks about them a lot, especially around the 2020 stuff. But both of these companies are owned. They, by they, Black, they have, they have yeah. by, by Black. So you'll, you'll Black find Rock out by Black Rock. There's, there's two companies out there, BlackRock and Vanguard. They own the majority of shares in everything. Hospitals, media corporations, pharmaceutical companies. They legitimately run the world using subsidiary companies, right? Parent and child company relationships, controlling companies and interests and stakes versus... Right when you hear, oh, Pfizer did X, Y, and Z. Well, BlackRock has a majority share in Pfizer too, so they own legit anything you can think of. When CNN puts out a narrative, it's because BlackRock, to a point, pushed that. Uh, 
they have been manipulating pretty much humanity to a point because of their control and their right their hand in the cookie jar so to speak in every facet of human life for for decades so this is a good place to start is blackrock and this is my brother clint he just showed up this is brett so we're starting with it's already been introduced that we have our first conspiracy theorist. Brett says he's somewhere in between the truth and a conspiracy theorist because he believes that every so-called quote-unquote conspiracy theory, theory has been proven legit or true. Well, there's different levels of conspiracy theory, right? Modern day, you know, absolutely decades absolutely. ago, yep. old, you know, it depends yeah. on how you define it. But there's definitely, there's multiple, multiple levels. We're all conspiracy theorists to a degree, guarantee it, because I just oh. joined the conversation, the narrative out there. You can't believe it. And and the greatest thing about it, that just right away, they have so much power and gall that they, who they sue? They're suing. They sue Trump. They sue Giuliani. They yep, know. Everybody. They know that they cheated the thing, and they're that arrogant that Double, well, but we, we're, we're yep. the wrong yep. They sued each other. Again. I mean, Fox News was sued by That's Dominion. By Dominion, yeah. they're owned by the yep. same company, and they right. had to pay for, them seven hundred dollars For defamation. Million. It's but, kind of the, it's, it's, you're doing something. And the best way to prove that you're not doing it is tell, say the other people are doing it. Trump is the Russian agent. Trump is the, you know, and here's the FBI and the reports and all that stuff. Meanwhile, look who we got out there now. Right. You know, yep. so that's, that's exactly that's how they it. Work. So that's here's how they the work. Gaslighting. They have yep. enough power and money and behind the scenes. Nobody even knows who these people's names are that they can they can get away with it. So here's the question first that I want Brett to answer. And then you guys all come in and answer why with with Hannity being down 41%, that might be a little high, but I've heard anywhere from 29 to 41%. I'm taking the, the bigger number. The nine o'clock spot on Fox News is down 35, let's say, and just meet in the middle percent since he doesn't have the lead in of Tucker. Why did Tucker Carlson get fired? So what, what we've all kind of been, been led to believe is, right, that it was part of the settlement. Dominion said, you got to get rid of this guy because in a defamation lawsuit, right, in any lawsuit, there's a period of discovery. That's a period where, right, your lawyers, my lawyers, you know, me and Chad are suing each other for X, Y, Z reason, doesn't matter. There's a period of discovery where the lawyers are allowed to investigate, right? They can go out, they can find, you know, PIs, they can find witnesses, they can find people who are associated with me and or Chad together separately, whatever it is, and they can actually nitpick and they can get details to help their point of the investigation or their point in the lawsuit. In this instance, we're talking about, right, Dominion now saying Fox News lied and said we cheated the election. So we're suing Fox for defamation. Fox News says, well, go ahead, because in Discovery, Tucker says he has information, right, that's going to prove in Discovery that we did not defame you, that we were telling the truth, which would have opened up a whole new can of worms. So BlackRock, being the parent company, said, ah, we can't really let that information out. So we're going to have to go ahead and settle, quote unquote, settle, air quotes, uh, right, we're going to have to settle and just kind of push Tucker out the door so he can't publicly on a national platform like Fox News disclose this information to the normie public who, I think we mentioned it earlier, right, still watches TV all the time and they're stuck either between Fox News and CNN. So that's what we've kind of been led to believe. Um, on some of the other further down the rabbit hole circles, 
Uh, we've been led to believe that people like Dan Bongino and Tucker Carlson do have this information. And not only did they not actually get fired, they chose to leave. They said, you guys are prohibiting me to present this information I've had on my person and or been in possession of since the election, since the midterms, whatever it is. We don't know who's feeding him information, um, you know, and he decided I'm going to go do my own thing, which look at uh, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, some of those independent media things that are going on right now. That's that's where all of this is running, right? That's where all the Trump news comes from. And when from. you go to an alternative news source their thinking is generally you know that then they're kooky they're, they're yeah 100%. they're not on nbc and yep, fox news correct so you, you just can't verify and you can, there's no validity to what they say correct and when you actually look at the the reality of it as far as fox news hosts that were way more into defamation of dominion if that even existed it wasn't tucker it was correct you know, there was a lot of other personalities correct. So th that one doesn't make sense correct well that's a thing i i mean we might have to ask your uh, a real-time lawyer like your brother Alex but I I believe that the lawsuit because every other not every other but a lot of other people said the same thing about them cheating or their or the machines were cheating and they didn't get sued and they haven't sued and they nothing's happened because they actually believed it they got with Fox News because they it was like they were trying to badmouth him instead of truthfully believing it. If they just came mm. out and said, it is, we, you did do it, not we believe you did it or something. There's something fine in the law that they were able to sue a First Amendment company, sure. basically. Yeah. You can say that. But how they worded the defamation, quote unquote, is what got them sued. Mm -hmm. Not that they truthfully believed it. So if they really just truthfully believed That's that it was, they were just kind of, because like you're saying in Discovery, they were saying it on air but behind the scenes, apparently Hannity was like saying, oh, no, he's no Tucker. All of them behind the scenes were saying eh, he, Trump is wrong. It wasn't stolen. You, you know, know, this Sydney Powell's a kook. She's but on crazy. airs when they were saying it. So that was the definition or defamation. But if they were saying it on air and none of this behind the scenes ever happened, if they truthfully believed it, it wouldn't have been defamation. But they were doing two different things, believing and saying one thing behind the scenes and saying something different on air. That's where the defamation came from. Yeah, I think because we're probably... If they, if they truthfully believed it, it wouldn't have been defamation. So you're saying Tucker Carlson doesn't believe there was cheating? He was just saying it on the air? No, he's he's one of the ones that actually said it. And they, But, but they, at the same time, he you could go back to many of his shows where he he was saying this this stuff is way out there. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like he just bought into everything out there that all these people were saying. He actually criticized quite a bit of it. So, again, what that narrative yeah, doesn't make no, sense. I think I we're agree. overthinking Fox News. Fox News is this simple. Who owns Fox News? Rupert Murdoch. And what is he, 97? You know, beyond that, on paper, mm -hmm. you know, a name that we mm -hmm. know, Rupert, mm -hmm. Chad knew right away, Rupert Murdoch. He's he's way up there. Who's He's got two boys, right? Do you know anything about them? I just Lachlan heard that one of them was the one that wanted Tucker out of there. Lachlan is a huge progressive liberal. He's in the bank with all these guys. And to me, it's just a cleansing. Fox News is recognized as the only conservative mainstream the only news one. outlet. How do you get rid of them? Yep. BlackRock owns them. Why not sue them? Push old man yep. Murdoch out of the way. He owns the New York Post and some stuff. And, he, you know, all kind of Daily Mail and England and all that kind of stuff. But... They're just pushing him out for a new generation, which I don't know really the other son, but he doesn't really call it. So I think there's a daughter too, but Lachlan's yeah. the one that 
He's basically taking it over, and he's going to make it just like CNN and all the rest. And of I also heard this Tucker when they they sued him and they tried to squash him because he had a non compete. Mm-hmm. They they pushed him like, well, you're getting out of here, and you're getting fired, or you quit, whatever. But you have a non compete for like six years. Yeah, twenty million a year. Yeah. But on my, on my million, First Amendment but rights. But what's funny I got... is I heard today <laughs> is they didn't cover Twitter, and that's why he went to Elon Musk and said, "Let me do my show here." And he did it because they, they didn't think Twitter was like a genuine news source. And so they didn't cover Twitter in the non-compete. It was only other major networks. <laughs> so he said, screw you. Here's my information now. And, and Tucker is not a dumb guy. No, he's not. So yeah. not at all. And he's on nope. Twitter now. He had that yeah. kind of a speech. He'll be, he'll be putting some stuff out. So is that, does that answer the question? It's as simple as that, that he got fired after, because he's, the old, they're I, I out with the walked, old and in with the new. He, he walked away on his own. I, we could all probably, if you pay I, I agree with attention that. to it, yeah. he didn't get fired. So think, you don't I think, think he got he fired? Jetted. I think no. he jetted because they did not give him, you know, creative input or allow him to and speak about the things he actually it. had info yes, on. Exactly. He, I mean, yeah. he would have been, he would have definitely been in big time trouble if he would have came out and said, no, I walked away. You know, he would have been because about this non-compete and stuff. So that's. So he walks away and they say. Well, we're we're going to put a gag order on you, pretty much, for twenty million dollars a year. You cannot go compete against us for twenty million. You're going to get twenty million a year, even though you're walking away and leaving. We're still going to give you the full twenty million. Like that's something that happens when you get fired, not when or you. Or you have such powerful information. Yeah, that's that where that's my point. Is that well, in the yeah. gag order they didn't have to get. I was written in the contract yeah. long ago before he was even right. Tucker Carlson tonight. They had him by the balls a long time ago. Right, that know, was probably one of his original yeah. clauses. So we don't know anybody that owns Blackstone, but we do know Rock. that we do know who Blackrock. They make a good or Blackrock. I'm sorry, Blackstone's a grill. Sorry about that. But good grills though. Say it again. What you said before we started about the ownership of Fox News and and so, and uh, the the voting company. Uh, so, so Blackrock owns somewhere. It's right around 56 million shares of I believe Fox News and like 40 million shares of Dominion Voting. And guys, like really, Dominion Voting's logo is actually like their slogan is quote changing the way people vote. And it's literally a red vote going in a box and a blue vote coming out the box. Let's just cover that. <laughs> like that's their exact advertisement who was the first uh, really major, that's yeah. that's their legit slogan are you it's looking crazy. this up are you looking up this logo no who was the first legit uh big time news company that called arizona or i'm sorry georgia probably the thing that you know as far as that election night it was fox news it was fox and they were they were a hundred percent everybody was like how can you call well, that so they early? knew it if they you drive was in is the yeah. point they knew it and if they, you drive guy, down any street in georgia you will not ever see a biden anything you will only see trump flags uh except been, in atlanta into the, the uh lawrenceville area a few times uh for work recently and and that's that's where it's at man these these georgia's suburbs they're they're trump fans all of them oh yeah it's crazy it's crazy so staying on this CNN kick, what was the reason for the town hall this last week? What happened at the town hall? Who was the moderator? What what was CNN trying to gain out of this? All the reports came back and said Trump just smoked them. They need to change the network to TNN. Um, 
what happened here? Why did this go down? I know this isn't considered a quote unquote conspiracy theory, but why would why would they have taken a chance of Trump being able to can be I, Trump and do what he does? Can I interject with one point that that kind of you know, depending on on how far we go down this rabbit hole, there's there's one thing Trump did before the 2018 midterms that sets up kind of the narrative for everything you're seeing in the media today. How all of a sudden it was. We're hating Trump, and then it's a 24-hour flip. Oh, yeah, maybe Trump was right. Maybe the FBI is corrupt. Maybe X, Y, Z, right? Executive Order 13848 was signed in September of 2018 before the midterms. What that executive order did is it solidified U.S. elections because they knew they were cheating in 2016. The military went to Trump and said, we need someone so popular they can beat the algorithm. The algorithms were giving percentages of votes to the other candidate. So me and Chad each get one vote, right? The algorithm was set up so one person voted for me, one person voted for Chad, but at the end of the day, Chad has 1.3 votes and I have 0.7 votes because 70% of my votes were going to me, but 30% of my votes were going to Chad. Can't have a percentage of a single vote. How did we catch them doing this? Uh, Antrim County in Michigan in the 2020 election did a vote drop of one single vote. And Biden got 0.36 or whatever exactly one third would, would have been. And Trump got the rest. So we know Dominion was using an algorithm to percentage off and filter and that's off that votes. county they really shut down and it was a county of like 400 people out right it. it's yeah. a tiny little yeah. county where everybody knows each other you go to church together and right everybody's flying trump flags and then you're going to sunday brunch at the diner and everyone's there and they announce the results that biden won your county you don't think you're flipping your shit at somebody going like, hey, was it you? Who was it? Was it you, Bill? Martha? Was it you who voted for this guy? We all know we're all flying Trump stuff. There's no way he won a county of four to 700 people. Like, it's such a small county, right? Uh, so Executive Order 13848 said elections are now part of critical infrastructure. So if you attack critical infrastructure... Right? If you're domestic, you're now a domestic terrorist. If you're foreign, you're just a terrorist. Right? So if you got caught meddling in elections, now we're talking about ballot harvesting, falsifying a signature, any, anything now, any, any little tiny thing, you are now guilty of right sabotaging critical infrastructure in the United States, deeming you a terrorist. You're guilty of treason. That executive order now says all of your assets are seized by the U.S. government. So when CNN and Fox News even and MSNBC and Rachel Maddow and all of them came out and said, hey, this going back to the Durham thing that came out yesterday, right? All of this, he's a, he's a Russian agent, blah, blah. They, they all lied about it. They all knew it was fake at the time, right? So executive order says 13848 says you, you meddled in this election by falsifying data to the American people about the Russian information, the Hillary Clinton stuff, the Biden laptop, whatever it was, doesn't matter. If it impacted the election, you're guilty of treason, you're a domestic terrorist, all your assets are seized. So let's go back to 2016, 2018, and even 2020. What did CNN do? What was our whole narrative for two and a half years when Trump was running for re-election from 2018 to 2020? Their whole narrative was- Russia, Russia, Russia. Thank you, treason. 
uh, uh, Trump's taking money. Hillary Clinton came out and says, "Oh, we now have a source." Stephen that's Miller verified was a, was, a, was a spy for the CIA. Hillary was... saying that in public makes her guilty of treason because she paid for the dossier. She knew it was fake and denounced it to the American people. She 100% committed treason according to Executive Order 13848 the second she opened her mouth about that. Wow. No, it's an executive order. Wait a minute. So I'm just going to say it's not a it's not a law. It's not so a law. So Biden could nope. He and it, rescinded that or so did he some, something about it? really funny though about that executive order. And you can look this up. Uh, the I'm going to reverse everything President Trump ever did mentality, Mr. Biden. He extended that executive order. Well, which is funny because uh, he was kind of guilty of that, especially with. Russia, Russia, Russia. He was in the room with Obama and Loretta Lynch. And Trump told you in that debate when he called out Biden, he said, hey, you were in the room and you were the one who who recommended the Logan Act when they unmasked Michael Flynn and when they were trying to get him with collusion with Russia. Right. Trump wasn't lying. He, he told the American people right then and there exactly what happened two and a half years ago. Everybody knew it. It's crazy. So everybody knew it. OK, so this you said that you wanted to revert back to 16, 18, 20 with this executive order. So your point in saying that was to show that everything that was being said about Trump at that time was the exact, I mean, Hillary was, was lying. Biden was like, so what does that have to do with my question? Meaning it all comes full circle. And now CNN wants to save face by getting it back in there and trying to embarrass him. And, Or, or the people who own CNN don't actually own CNN anymore. Because if they were guilty of election fraud in 2018, 2020, because of the narratives, the false narratives they knowingly pushed, whoever owned CNN at the time then forfeited that asset to the U.S. government. So a couple of names you want to look at, people who did a lot of work with CNN, uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Okay, He only became the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia Right after 2017, Trump did a little world tour, okay? He did this kind of, he goes to Saudi Arabia, then he goes to the Vatican, I believe. uh, Or no, sorry, then he went to Israel, then he went to the Vatican, uh, then he went to Brussels, and he saved the UK for last, right? He was like, screw England, they're lost, London's done, right? They're evil, whatever. Um, His biggest thing, right, he goes in, and you had, I'm trying to remember the guy's name now, Prince Alawid. Okay. So he was the crown prince of Saudi Arabia at the time. He is Obama's groomer. He's the guy who paid for Obama's uh, Harvard education. He's the guy who, there's pictures of him and a young Obama like sitting in this room. It's really weird because you're like, what is a kid from Chicago who's not really from Chicago? We all know that. Kid from Chicago doing right in Saudi Arabia with crown prince of Saudi Arabia in a room of regular guys just kind of hanging out. Uh, that's, that's the Muslim Brotherhood, right? These guys were doing crazy stuff, and, and Obama was the implant, right? But anyway, so Trump does his whole world tour. There's, a, there's a, a crazy conspiracy theory, which I don't really think is a conspiracy once you figure out what countries signed off on becoming BRICS nations, on giving up certain tariffs that they held for years, right? You remember when, when Trump got us out of the climate accords and everybody had to pay their fair share and, and all the libs out. were freaking out like, what? Why would Trump do that? It's about climate change. Well, why is America paying 95% of that bill? 
right? All the other countries have more emissions than us. And all those other places pollute far worse than we ever will. Yeah, China's a million times worse than us, and they pay 1%, and we're paying 98, right? They're a developing nation. Yeah, developing still, right, for billions of years now. Uh, so, So Trump goes, the NSA, right, has been spying on all of us for a long, long time. Ever since uh, um, W signed over after after 9-11, right, the Patriot Act, thank you, uh, just jumping in, right, they, uh, Obama approved Apple and China to put backdoors in your iPhones and your Macs and all that stuff, right, so they can turn on your cameras and your smart TVs all the time. They can just watch you, listen to you. That's what Alexa is. That's what Google Home is, all that stuff. But the NSA has that data, so when Trump took over, he's now got that data. Right. So Obama administration, uh, uh, W's administration, Clinton's administration, they've been spying on us forever. Uh, Trump gets in there. And now he has that data. Right. Every cell phone. Well, the bad guys got cell phones, too. Bad guys got smart TVs. They got computers. They got Macs. Right. They got stuff that can be hacked into and they can be spied on as well. So the theory is Trump gets into office. The military says, hey, here's all the information of all the bad stuff these guys have been doing, the child trafficking, the adrenochrome harvesting, the drug and gun running, the Benghazi type stuff, right? We have all the information on the bad guys. So Trump rolls into Saudi Arabia and says, I know you're still selling slaves and I can prove it. And here's a binder and here's all the info and here's all of it. You have one day to capitulate to me and sign over these agreements and these documents. And supposedly, Prince Alawi signs it right over to him. Uh, and the proof of that, the public proof is, right, they hold the sword dance. The sword dance ritual with all of the Saudi princes. The king holds the sword and stands in the middle. The person holding the sword standing in the middle during that sword dance was Donald J. Trump when they did that ceremony. So... That's letting the public know without officially coming out, because the media is never going to tell you this, right? That Saudi Arabia signed over. He is the executor of Saudi Arabia's money, of their country, of everything. He's, he's running the show now in Saudi Arabia, right? Then he does the same thing in Israel. He does the same thing in the Vatican. He goes in the Vatican, throws a binder on the Pope's table and says, you might want to put your red leather shoes on for that. That's for another podcast. We'll get to that later. Uh, but, you know, you guys have been doing some really sick, illegal, demonic crap. And you're going to sign over the Vatican Bank to me and give the world back their gold that you guys stole for the last 60, 70 years. Uh, and we're going to move on. And he just went down the line. He went to the EU parliament and did the same thing because all of these people, guys, have been in bed with each other, right, for the last 100 years, Right, they've been running. It started with the Act of 1871, and it's just gotten worse ever since. The uh, that Vatican Bank, right? They started right after World War II. They got a whole bunch of money from Mussolini because of the the loss of the papal states that were destroyed. They ended up using uh, um, a banker, a super smart financier by the name of Bernardino Nagaro, right, who understood how to move money and assets offshore, and this was back in the 40s. And he's like, no, we don't, we don't need to use other banks. We have all this gold from Mussolini. Let's make our own bank. And then that's how the Vatican Bank got started. The biggest, most powerful, least monitored bank in the history of the world. Wow. 
<laughs> is this where, uh, where do you find all this information? This Nisera, just online? Sarah, just just Sarah stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that, that kind of leads into it, yeah. but that's that's just the the basis, right? Because uh, think about it, right? The the Vatican Bank was loaning the Allies money in World War II, and they own, they loaned the Nazis money. They were playing both sides. So does this time frame of this world tour of Trump putting these binders on these desks that you just talked about in mm-hmm. Brussels and Israel in the Vatican City? which everybody needs to know that the Vatican City is not actually, it's like DC, right? Correct. So it's not actually part, is that correct? It's not part of Italy. And And London, London. correct. So does that lead to one of the things I wanted you to touch on today of George, because you mentioned George Sr. Yep. Does this lead to what was, of what you told me before of of this funeral? Absolutely. So I'm dying to know about this funeral because you said I've never heard of it and I never heard of it. Let's let's jump in. Okay. So before you jump into that, where was Michael Flynn? Because he was about the first domino to fall in Trump's administration. Was he still NSA when they when he went? Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So when when Trump was right, they, they kind of pick out their cabinet guys, you know, as yeah. they're deciding. Once he once is pretty sure he's winning, he, right? Yeah. yeah. So he's already selected Michael Flynn as his national security advisor. There's supposed to be these meetings so they can have this transfer of power, right? And that was that whole unmasking of Michael Flynn, right? That they said Obama and Loretta Lynch it was were guilty before of. he took office. Yeah, right? he was pre- yes. he was elected president. Yes, he's the president yeah. elect. Yeah, so you're talking right. late 2016. So he he got canned before. So imagine yeah, what he knew. Right? And then so yeah. Flynn goes to jail because of some of the stuff that happened, right? Well, so if I can again back up one more step, part of the whole political conspiracy thing going on right now with the whole Trump thing, right? Mainstream media likes to call it QAnon. QAnon's no such thing. There's Q, who does posts. And there's been drops since 2017 on 4chan, 8chan, uh, Acoon, a lot of these message boards, and somebody posts as a person or an entity called Q. The mainstream media says, oh, it's QAnon. Well, the Anons are the people who try to disseminate what Q's talking about, right? And there's been all these posts, and it's funny because of how much they want to go out and bash it and say it's, oh, it's this conspiracy theory that they think Trump's going to save the world from these reptilians who are harvesting children's blood and all this other stuff. Well, I mean, to a point, Q never actually in any of the posts talks about reptilians or whatever, but adrenochrome is a real thing. Right, that's it's a real drug. It's the most expensive drug uh, uh, per ounce that you can buy in the world right now, and it's made from adrenalized blood of children. It is a real thing, right? And it's like the elite's, you know, youth drug. But anyway, so Q is Q is this kind of what we're led to believe is a military military intelligence operation. There's a lot of symbolism that they talk about. There's a lot of things that they talk about. There's a lot of um, you know, JFK stuff that they talk about. There's a lot of, they bring in the elites and talk about what they're doing. And, and the biggest message from Q is, right, there's a plan. They have slogans like, was on JFK's bell on his ship, uh, senior, right? And there was a slogan, uh, where we go one, we go all. Okay, that's a Q slogan. Another Q slogan is nothing can stop what is coming. And there's some other stuff we can tie into those things uh, that, that Q touches on that other truthers and conspiracy theorists have, have looped in um, all the way from just as simple as, hey, we've got special forces, people that have been around since JFK that have been working on this plan for decades. And it's that simple. And these people are smart and they've been you know studying what the evil people do all the way to so extreme like, time travel 
Like there's just weird, weird, bizarre, crazy stuff out there that, you know, may or may not be true. Again, can't can't corroborate any of it, uh, you know, but you just try to gather as much as that as you can. So going with that, like a lot of this Q stuff that started in the beginning, right, kind of leads through Trump and the generals who basically got Trump to run. Okay, so now we're, we're talking about Trump's world tour leading into the funeral. A lot of the times in Trump's world tour before he showed up to like the EU parliament, by this time, right, that was like his fourth stop. You don't think some of those guys already knew what he did at the Vatican or what he did in Saudi Arabia, right? If all the bad guys are friends, yeah, another thing Q talks down. about, right? There's, a, there's a, a, a law of probability and statistics. It's the rule of three. Okay, me, Chad, and Clint hang out on the weekends. We all walk into the mall together, right? At the same time on a, on a Wednesday, you just happen to see each other at the mall. It's a coincidence because we're all friends. We just showed up, right? Let's say there's one more of us and all four of us show up at the mall unbeknownst to each other on a Wednesday when we only hang out on the weekends, right? It is now because you added that fourth element, it's mathematically almost impossible to say none of the four of us knew or had any idea the other any other one of us was going to be there at that day at that time because we all hang out and we're all associated with each other, right? So when you hear Oprah Winfrey's spiritual guy is this guy called John of God and her best friend in Hollywood is Harvey Weinstein and then you find out Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit and you find out John of God's molesting kids in 18 countries. How does Oprah not know about any of this if these are two of her best friends, right? right. So she's either in on it or she's completely oblivious, right? Now add one more person. I'm sure there's 800 celebrities that know all three of those people. All 800 of those celebrities are 100% guilty of knowing what the other three were doing. So that's just probability, right? It can't, can't possibly happen past the rule of three. So Q talks about that a lot, right? So, so Trump rolls in, all these people know at the EU parliament what's going on because again, he's already been to three places, right? So this is the fourth place. All these people talk to each other. There's no way they don't know what's going on. Trump purposefully shows up late to this meeting because they all know what's going to happen. The binder, the evidence, the DVDs, the production quality uh, uh, stuff of them doing horrific bad things that me as a father makes me want to go apeshit, right? He's got them all. And when Trump says, we've caught them and we've got them all, right? He's got it all. The NSA has everything on everyone. And that's exactly how he rolls. So... Trump did the same thing at this funeral, right? H.W. Bush is dead. We all know, everybody watched that. Uh, big big production quality event out on, right, on every station. Everybody covered it. You know, I remember being in school, taught, you know, he was a great president. Uh, you know, he was the head of the CIA, and now as adults, we all know. That means he was probably doing some really shady stuff, right? He was in the CIA when, when JFK was assassinated, right? He was the director. H.W.'s dad, right, was Prescott Bush. Prescott Bush was a full-blown SS Nazi officer. Wow. Full-blown. Okay, so it's either, sorry, either his dad or his grandfather, but, like, he, they're a straight-up Nazi family, like, beyond being Nazi families, the Bushes are. Okay? And it's, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. And they actually came from the serfs. They were the serfs be before they changed their name to the Bushes. Uh, but Prescott Bush was a straight-up SS Nazi officer. 
Okay, and then Project Paperclip happened after World War II, and we brought all those Nazi officers because we wanted their scientific technology. We wanted their advancements in warfare and weaponry and all that good stuff that they had, you know, figured out through the Hitler regime. And, you know, he was into all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so he found out a lot of stuff that, you know, was either lost technology or it's kind of esoteric in, in nature. Uh, he Hitler was into all kinds of that stuff. Uh, so the Bushes, right? There's a link that Barbara Bush was probably the daughter of Aleister Crowley, who's a, one of the first like Church of Satan worshiper guys. Like he was a crazy person too. Uh, so H.W. dies, there's this funeral. And the gist of the main conspiracy theory, so this is the part you wanna hear the most, is Trump shows up late. But as the cameras are panning over everybody before Trump walks in the room, there's programs, right? You can go to a funeral, there's a nice little program on the chair. In some of the programs, not all, but the programs that belong to the Clintons and the Obamas and the Carters and the Bidens, uh, there was supposedly a little envelope. And, and, and Laura Bush, correct? And Laura Bush, right? So, so the Bushes, right? Uh, Jeb Bush got one. Um, Mike Pence got one. Uh, basically, everybody that was in, you know, I guess I, guess I would say that, that would be a legitimate political player today that was at that funeral got one, right? Even even former President Jimmy Carter's, right? Super old, sitting in the corner, he got one. Um, you watch that video and they're all kind of looking at each other like, well, what is this? What is this? You know, and nobody really knows what's on there, but there's this couple of screenshots that go around and supposedly what's on the card is from the office of former President H.W. Bush, the note says, I'm sorry, they know everything, signed George Bush. Which very simple note, and you would think as a normal person, what does that mean? But if you're thinking and you've already kind of been inundated that um, maybe the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas are part of this, you know, cabal, if you will. They're part of this deep state that is, you know, with the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the 13 families, uh, the satanic bloodlines of Cain. Illuminati? Yeah, yeah, you could call them the Illuminati, right? I think over over history, that's they've probably taken many names. Uh, the Kazarian Mafia, right, out of Russia, um, they they've kind of blown up into a bunch of different things. Uh, probably the Knights Templar started from them as well. Uh, but this group of people got this envelope in there. So what does it mean if they know everything? Well, we all know Trump just did, just did his world tour and completed it. He has NSA info on everyone. So if you kind of think or, or, or believe that it's plausibly true that he was going around to these countries that were trafficking children and harvesting adrenochrome and he had all that evidence, why wouldn't he have evidence on everybody in America doing that kind of stuff? Uh, so that's, that's where the theory of the funeral is. And then that was the day that, you know, quote unquote, the deep state or the swamp got drained because they knew that the good guys knew. Um, and then when you watch Trump walk in the room too, everybody kind of gives him this look. Uh, I showed Chad the video and, you know, everybody's looking at the cards and looking at each other like, what is this? What is that? What does that mean? And, uh, Huh, when they walk the, the casket, the casket, the goes, casket Chad, goes. Chad's got his hand on his heart. Yeah, there's a there's a Secret Service agent standing behind Laura and Jeb Bush, and he kind of leans over as the casket pass, and you see Jeb kind of look down at Laura, and Laura's showing him something. and Because uh, Jeb didn't he, get it. He sighs. His whole demeanor goes from... That's I remember him. He my was crying, right? Yeah, so, my yeah, father's yeah. being carried in a casket. I saw a note, and now it's... 
oh God, my life's over. I just focused on his, his focus changes from my yeah, father being carried. Uh, sure. We can find it I for like sure. It. So my, my first question, if I'm playing devil's advocate to conspiracy theory, if he has all this stuff, what, what year did he die? 18. Okay. So 18, he's, he's president for a couple more years. Why not use it to his benefit to, you know, why not air out all the dirty laundry? Why, why I guess? not get it out there and get rid of them and let yep. the world really know instead of getting wamboozled by the media and everything else and rush to this? If he had, if he had so much uh, knowledge over yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, no, that's that, that's a great point because right, I myself, right, I'm, you know, love our country, right? I'm sure you guys all all feel the same way, and I'm sure election night 2020 or I should say three weeks after we were all still going, you know. What the hell, right? Like this, yeah. this is all BS. There's no way somebody gets 15 million more votes than they previously did and lose. That's never happened. The, right? He's the he's the highest. He's he received the highest number of votes, even over Obama. Obama, even over sure. Obama, and he did Obama zero campaigning. Backwards. He was in his he was in his basement the entire time, yep. and it was like th- this dude's the most popular president that we've ever had. And I get population grows over the years, but even they they calculate it with. You know, uh, what's that word where, you know, like inflation or whatever they calculate. And he still would have been he would have been light years above John F. Kennedy and anybody else. How many Uh, people live in America? Three hundred and fifty million. Yeah. Well, if you I mean, how many people vote? What's the percentage? Right. No. Of the so that was the highest. I, actually, I got, I got like that. 50, I got that number for you. Years. It's uh, every election before 2020 averages right around 70 percent of, of registered voters so 30 percent of all registered voters don't vote in almost every election you had the highest number of minority voters in the two obama terms ever and it still didn't touch 75 percent we love nashville music city usa broadway lower broadway grand old opry the ryman the bridgestone arena the predators playing big time concerts Midtown, Losers Bar and Grill. There's there's so many iconic places, but the place that we never miss is Scoreboard Nashville. Music Valley, right across the street from the unbelievable Gaylord Opry Center Resort and Hotel where the National Wild Turkey Federation Convention is every February. We can't wait for February of 2024 for another successful NWTFC and all of our friends there. And we always started off with a kickoff party right at the scoreboard nashville the hot chicken the deck the live music the cold drinks the bartenders the service the smiles the story we love being at the scoreboard and now you can find the provider on the menu the rubs the new wing sauce the right wing sauce thank you scoreboard thank you to the hobbs family thank you to bobby johnson thank you to megan the entire crew the staff they roll out the red carpet every time they see us, and they roll out the red carpet to every single one of their patrons that visits the Scoreboard Nashville on a daily basis. So when you're in Nashville the next time, check them out. Go to the Grand Old Opry right across the street, and then end your night with a nice cold beer at the Scoreboard. And you might pick up and just listen to the band for another couple hours before you call it quits to go back to your whole hotel. I promise you, once you're there, the energy hits you and you want to be at the scoreboard, you want to stay at the scoreboard, and you're going to want to return to the scoreboard. Thank you to the scoreboard for being just a huge partner of everything we do here at the Foul Life TV, the provider, the Foul Life podcast, where the pavement ends. This life ain't for everybody. 40 years of freedom and Anna V's American Wing Shooting podcast. We couldn't do it without you. Visit the scoreboard next time you're in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Right. Still didn't touch. So, you know, you have, you had 
registered voters what are vote the numbers? in 2020. 90%. 90%. Percent. Yeah, because we haven't even taken into consideration the votes that the other candidates got. This, this 20% is, more votes. Trump still had a ton, too. Yeah, yeah it's 71 it, million. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. That's what I'm saying is that there was 150, more than 150, more than half of the, pretty much the legal voting. No, more. I mean, how many, how many registered voters are there is the question. If you have 350 million people that live in the country, at least 20% of those are under the age of 18, Correct. right? Then so you got you got a population of felons that, that can't you could vote. Get 150 million. Right. I, I want to I want to say when I looked it up, it was like 180 million registered voters at the time of the election. Right. 180 million registered voters. So you're saying that almost a hundred percent of those voters you said voted. 90 percent voted. In when the all the history is according been to the 70. U.S. Census, that's a U.S. Census. You can look that up. And in those ninety percent voted votes, in 2020. There was precincts. There was a hundred percent of voting. Nevada. State, every state in Nevada had a hundred and four percent or something like that. Nobody died from the time the ballots came out to the time they voted no, yeah, yeah. nobody, yeah. So, nobody so got go sick back. so i don't i agree with all that but again why doesn't trump drop information yeah we got all so of that. so so cu- couple points on that at some point right he's he's given us clues q if you will has given us clues um the reason they did it the way they did in 2016, let's have Trump run. We know he's going to beat this algorithm. He's going to crush Hillary, right? Whatever the total was, just just take 40% of Hillary's votes away and give them to Trump because that's probably what the algorithms were giving her, right? So he, he destroyed her, like absolutely destroyed her. There's another theory that uh, in 2014, that the military found out Obama was selling secrets to China. They found out, right, through the NSA, some of the, the treasonous stuff he was doing. He gave $400 million to Iran. Uh, they found out what he was doing, and they were going to remove him from office at gunpoint. And you, you guys remember how much everybody loved Obama, right? right. Like, that, that would cause a civil war. I have half my friends and family that would have lost their minds because they loved this man, mm-hmm. right? Uh so you can't do that, right? We can't have a civil war. We can't have 50% casualties across the country because of a lie. And you know who's running the media, right? The truth would never come out. It would only look like it was a military coup. So to do this legitimately, we had to beat the system, right? They had to have somebody who's going to beat the electronic voting machines, a la Trump. Yep. So, so Trump's in. Right, we've got to we got to show the public. We got to know what's going on. Right to answer your question, why why not spill the beans? Why not throw the bag? Well, for the first three and a half years of Trump's term, right, he's a liar. Everybody that loved Obama was a hundred percent sure Trump was a Russian agent and was lying to the American public, and he's sleeping with you know world class porn stars, and he's doing you know X, Y, and Z, and he's just a terrible person. Which none of that was true, right? It was all a falsehood. So if he would have dropped, so if he would have just kept saying one, it goes nowhere because the media is not going to cover it. Two, they cover it like, oh, look at what he's saying now. What a wacko he is. Yeah, yeah. What, a, what an idiot, right? Look at all the stuff they said he said. Trump said to inject yourself with During bleach. January 6th, yeah. yeah. He never said he that. He never yeah. said that, right? <laughs> the the lady who's on there, she got she got more airtime on CNN during the January 6th stuff. Oh, Trump reached across and grabbed the steering wheel. And it's like, well, well, in the presidential beast, that's like 12 feet. And she wasn't there. And too, she yeah. wasn't <laughs> there, right? Like, you can't reach over three rows of seats to grab it. Like, this is well, not limousine. possible have a, and, and, and a divider. divider. Yeah. So, right. And, and, but, but people didn't know that. People they legitimately thought 
because he was it just, sounds the, like the, the same day it happened, right? he was out there going, "Hey guys, peacefully go march and let's show our support for Congress." He didn't say which go he pulled attack out, the Capitol. He pulled, he pulled out the tweet on yeah. CNN the other day. It was so awesome. And and basically just along the same lines what you're talking about. That's that's all January 6th is, right? January right. 6th happened after he was beaten the election, all the rest of it. It's just right. one more thing. Another to sham to get him. him. Because if you can convict him with a felony, he can never hold office again. Right. So if you convict him with sedition, you convict him with treason, which is what they're trying to do with January 6th, right? But then also Russia collusion. How many times are they going to try to convict just, just so he can't hold office? They're not, they don't really think he did all this, right? All these guys were his friends, remember, before he started to run. Oh, yeah. They were all his homies. It was... The Clintons were... Yeah, the Clintons, right? Al Char- Clintons were at his wedding, man. Like, that's the craziest there's part. A, there's a video of him calling out uh, Chuck Schumer. He says, I've given you tons of money, you know? Like, yeah. You, yep. you, you, you know, you come you, begging, you, you come begging for money. All of them. Clinton, them. All yeah. Them. <laughs> Which, so d- don't go too far off topic because I say this, but now I think about like a current event and they're raiding his house in Merlago for classified documents because they want the stuff back that he knows about or they're trying to, you know, I don't know. Just to, to me, I, and I'm not at yeah, a minimum. No. He has the Hunter Biden stuff, right? I mean, he has the nuts. Right? On that. That, that's what they're looking for. They're, look, they're looking for something he's got, right? They said, "Oh, he's holding classified documents." It's uh, totally within the president's right and power to declass anything he wants. The second he declasses it, he's allowed to hold it on his person. And in fact, a month before Mar-a-Lago, the FBI went to his house and said, "We heard you got some documents. We just like to make sure they're secure." And they said, okay, here, they're in this they're safe. In safe. Hey, you know whatever, what? Yeah. Add another yeah. lock to Add this safe bolt. and yeah. we'll be good. Yeah. Right? And then Biden's got hundreds of boxes in a garage, like like a garage that was less secure than the one I grew up in here in Reno, right? right? Yeah. And you're like, there's. He was never president either. Yeah, and he was vice president, which he yeah. can't have those. Yeah, you, you can't have those at all. So, but but that's not what we're talking about, right? So, right, I mean, right. Right, where, where's so, the double standard coming from, right? All of this is just to wake people up. A huge part of, I guess, the grand scheme of the Q theory and or just a a lot of this rabbit hole is the theory of devolution. And that comes from Executive Order 13848 we spoke about a little bit earlier. But the theory of devolution is Trump knew there was election fraud. He said there was going to be fraud, rampant mail-in ballots, all this other stuff. Election night 2020, he's sitting in a secured... uh, military installation in Washington watching the votes get changed. I've legit seen a video that somebody recorded the ticker on CNN yeah. during election Trump night. Like. And Trump's went like it said like, you know, I this is not the correct state, so I don't want to like, you know, misspeak. But yeah, Michigan, Michigan probably, <laughs> right? It it scrolled by and then the next time that state scrolled by, Trump was exactly forty thousand votes lower. And Biden was forty thousand right. higher. Exactly, they just flipped not it. Oh one, they not just 08, yeah, exactly they just added. It was exactly forty thousand. But Trump's went down. How do you, how does your vote total go down in an yeah. election? It's not possible. And not guys. only down, just down on a very there's, large yeah. round and number. There's, a, there's another video that I've never seen. Um, like yesterday or two days ago, it just came out. It was an overhead of a down below in I think in in Georgia that mail trucks were coming in. Oh yeah, into the stadium. Into the stadium that that I've never seen, with nobody around coming in, dropping off ballots at three a.m. Three a.m. Just dropping off ballots. Yep. No, 
no ballot watchers, no... Well, that, that's the next that. point. Everybody says most secure election in history. Well, if all of the vote counters are told to stop counting and go home for the night, how do votes magically keep getting counted? Yeah. Right. Right? Somebody's there still scanning ballots. And again, go back to Antrim County, Michigan. Uh, you, you scan one single vote and you find out that 30% of that vote was going to the other guy. How, how legitimate is... Uh... Dinesh D'Souza's, um, you know, that, that 2000. Oh, so I mean, that that's how, how that's that good. did not catch they that. That's they good. Have this, cell phone tracking information. So and back to those nonprofits. The, that, to me, that was the most the funniest thing, thing right? about the tracking is as soon as uh, he released his video, the government came out and said, hey, that GPS tracking is not accurate enough to use that as a determination that that person was at the ballot box, right? At that drop box. They could have been on the other side of the street. <laughs> the funny thing is they use that same cell phone tracking to capture J6 people that they said yeah. went into the Capitol. But they could have been on the other side of the street. You right. don't know they actually entered the Capitol, but that's what they used to capture them. That's what they use for everything. And right. And it's so, accurate up to like three feet. I can I mean, use it here, but I can't use it over here, right? That's, that's the yeah. worst the worst thing our country can be caught doing and we do it all the time so uh, i mean it happens everywhere carrie lake is now able to present her evidence in a new case tomorrow yeah tomorrow right yep so what does it take i mean a a normal person right and like i say it goes back to social media and the news being so quick to to run rampant in every direction i still firmly believe there's 80% 80% of the country that are within the middle, regardless of if you lean yeah. left or lean right. Sure. But the, you got those fringe people that basically run with everything and now control the narrative that is it, what does it take those 80% to, to do to, to stand up against to, it, to, to stand up against it? Because they're like, my point is, as I say, I'm obviously lean, right. And I can see things that, people that lean left i can go okay objectively look at it and i can take that point maybe sure and here's sure. my here's my counterpoint to it so if those people in the middle are are that way i still think the country is able to go look at all this shit this is crazy there's got to be something out there that is so far gone that we need to stand up but where does if it's think- at the ballot box and we vote these people but in. But it's crooked, yeah. so but you're not getting it. I was just going to say, I, right, I where, think you... Where, does it, where that, do you that has take happened. control and flip it? Yeah. That has happened. You think people but have opened up to it and Stick go, it on and, conspiracy theory, it doesn't matter. Right. Because you're sitting there going, there's no way it hasn't happened. There's no way and, the average person saw a little bit of that Dinesh to D'Souza and stuff went, that's kind of odd. Any of this stuff. So where but does they the control, control right. it? Well, let me, let me... Here's what I wanted to we say. We need Trump to, to be able to flip this never stuff around. There's no way. That's no. what I'm well, saying. I, I, I what what I was going to say I got is, something for you on the next point, though. Uh, wait a minute. We, what, where, we've, where we've made a little bit of a... I'm not going to say a mistake, but it would be interesting to have a person from the other side of the aisle sitting here and listening to this, too. Because I, I listen to you on, on the edge of my seat, and, and you... It all makes sense. But I'm, I'm probably politically aligned with you even though i met with met with you today i'm just gonna assume that yeah so it sure, would be fair. interesting to have a person that's not of the same political party of all of us sit here and have them go no that's that you, you know that's I'm that's on, false I'm on the same side as him too but and i and i the stuff that i know about and heard about 
I'm, I go, mm, I don't know. Stuff that still I haven't feels heard like about, I still feel like this dude's a whack job. I can't because quite there's get some, there. I just can't yeah. get there, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I've been taught yep. a certain way. I've been You've never heard of it. That is one of the best points, though. Cognitive dissonance. The right? stuff yeah. you've been taught your whole yeah. life, right? It's you walk into a classroom, there's a globe on the desk every day, right? You see this globe. Did you know on that globe, all those continents are misproportioned? England is way bigger than it's supposed to be on that globe. It's it's half the size of Texas. It's so small. Like the whole perception that people think of the world, how big is each continent? It's wrong. And it, you were taught that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From day so, one. So things that I yeah. know about, I can take in and make an it, educated gaze. It's hard on. to unlearn things. Yeah. Yes. So there's some things like, I'm just like, yes. Okay, this dude's a white But you know, like awesome. I said, when you talked about uh, Trump's world tour, that's probably the first time I've ever heard of that. And I was sitting here just Googling it and it, and it, and you, like that sword ceremony, like you look at that and it's there and it's like, here's a video of it. Facts. I don't know. Most, most people wouldn't have no clue what that was. Right. Like, I've never heard of that. Ever. It's on there. I looked it up while he was talking. Cause I, it's, it's, it's yeah. mind blowing dude. But that's, what's funny is like, and I, and it would be interesting to have somebody. Was that on CNN or was that on I just I saw it on YouTube. I didn't watch them or anything. I just was see, I was just validating actually, the So during that the tour, though, there was, there was a, that's a good point, though. Like, what was it on, right? You might remember he went and gave a speech in one of their giant soccer stadiums over there, right, in like Saudi Arabia or something like that. And Trump did an interview like a week later, and he was like, yeah, you know, we there, there was standing room only. That thing seats 140,000 people or whatever it is, right? And CNN and MSNBC and all the mainstream media were like, look at these these things. People are leaving in the middle. They were showing you film literally after when people were clearing the stadium. Sure. Because there's film from Trump's film team while he's speaking, and they span the crowd, and there is – you, you can't fit a person in there. When you, when you look up these – quote unquote right theories where's the news source so when you're going on the fringe right the fr- the fringe people are controlling the narrative it's blackrock and vanguard the guys that own those media companies they're the fringe they're the ones telling you hey this is this is the truth right and like we said it earlier we've been taught our whole lives watch the news get your info from the news right we got like, a lot of topics we got a lot of topics we could yeah. this is this is why podcasts can go Joe Rogan Lynch, right? We're going to come back with part two, but we're going to end this one. And in the next 15 minutes, we're going to end with what Clay just said, that Trump will never win again. And I want you, with your positioning and your studies and your theories, how do you how do you respond to that? It's not a drunken talk of like, oh, bullshit, Trump's going yep, to win yep. by a thousand. Oh, da, 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 da. How do you sit here and, and argue either side of that statement? Durham report. We all saw the Durham report come out yesterday. He's not done. He's got more. There's going to be more coming out, right? So, number one on, you know, he he can't win again. Well, he's already won twice, right? Uh, I think one of the points you gave me earlier in the week uh, before I was coming on was the Grover Cleveland aspect, right? The only other president to serve two terms in between, right? Won the popular vote three times in a row. Lost the Electoral College in that middle election, Right. When all of this comes out, do you think anybody in their right mind is going to vote for a Democrat? If you play by if their, it's not RFK, if, if it's you, not RFK, no, which 
is Trump Jr., by the way. Uh, he, he, all of his talking points are Trump talking points. America first, anti-pharmacy, anti-big government, right? Anti-this, well, uh, pro-business. conservative Republicans Ab- in modern absolutely. day. Absolutely. Sure. And so was Grover Cleveland. He was a Democrat, but he was fiscally conservative. He wanted big businesses to do well. He did not want tariffs, right? He did not want the people to be overtaxed. He wanted people to have money, and he wanted that money to go back into the economy. Trump is very much the same way. Uh, But as far as never going to be able to win again, that's also assuming he's not the commander-in-chief right now. This is where I was going with this. This this is is the last 10 minutes we're talking about. Hold on. Before before you get into that, because I'd like to hear it. Okay. My, my point of saying he'll never get elected again because they are in power now. And if we go back to what we're talking about, he knows everything, he has everything. Do you not think they're going to try everything imaginable to stop that happening from even going further with with uh, mail-in voting, with going with illegals, with another virus, with another Wuhan, you know, COVID-20? Yep. Um, they're going to go so much further on that Knowing if that eighty percent of the people have now queued in to go and yeah, this they're pretty whack job on the other side. I'm going to want to come back and pull that far left. I want to pull those back because I am voting for Trump, even if I've been a lifelong Democrat. Yep, they know that. Yep, I believe that that a lot of Democrats are going to vote that, so they have to compound their ways of not letting him in even further. Right, which uh, is why the commander in chief deal is so important. Correct. Because I asked that same question at the, at the beer bar. Yeah. At the at the uh, the uh, Bud uh, no I can't say Budweiser the Beer University. Yes, the Beer University. Yeah, we College got, of Beers. We're gonna get them as a sponsor here. That would be fabulous. So this is this is where I wanted to end this on because this point kind of says that Trump never was not president. Correct. Correct. So there's two or three things you want to look at. One is Biden's inauguration. Biden's inauguration was on a sunny ass day. Okay. If you look at any traffic cams from Washington, D.C. or the, the what do they call it, the University Mall, the, the lawn, the mall, whatever it's called, it's, it's overcast as hell all day long. But it's sunny as shit during his inauguration. Okay, That's because it was filmed at Castle Rock Studios in California and Tyler Perry's fake White House in Georgia. And when I say two places, it's because they filmed it in two takes. If you watch the full inauguration, when there's one camera angle, I don't know if it's Biden's nieces or whatever, but there's two girls, one's in pink, uh, they're dressed up and they're in one camera angle. And when the camera angle switches, one of them should be standing right behind Biden's left shoulder and they're not there. It's Mm. like they messed up the shot. Or she went pee. (laughs) During, I'm just playing devil's advocate. During the inauguration. But then but then cut camera angle it and then she's back again. And then she's gone and she's back. She can't just disappear and come back, right? Like there's not a Sandy Hut behind she the grandstands. Her, May, maybe. Right? Right? When his hands on the Bible, she's popping a squat. I don't know. But watch that. Watch that and let me know what you think on that, just because it's weird, right? right. You're like, I she should she should be in this angle, but she's not, and then she shows up and then she's gone again. Totally weird, right? But this is the whole this is the whole it's not that it was this scene here, she's there, and then she's only gone for thirty seconds on this angle. She's not here at all on this angle. During, correct, correct. During, she's not, not like there. She's the whole time, she's right? Standing here, and the, the angles, whole time. the angles go back and forth, and you're like, she should be there, and she's not there. It's during the whole swearing-in ceremony, right? Okay. So she should be there, but she's not. But anyway, so you've got to assume Trump never signed, and this is why they went to Mar-a-Lago. Also, there's a theory he signed what's called a Presidential Emergency Action Document or a PAD or a PED, depending on how you want to pronounce it, but P-E-A-D, okay? 
There's a theory that he signed this after they, the, him and the military witnessed the election fraud, right, to devolve the government, which basically means we're in a constant state of crisis, right? Uh, we've been now usurped or apprehended by a foreign power, meaning election fraud, China, Italy, the Vatican. We know that they use the Da Vinci satellites to flip votes through Dominion, which, by the way, Dominion's servers are in Frankfurt, Germany. Why are U.S. election servers in a different country? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so they know all of this happened, right? So Trump signs his PAD, which basically says, I'm suspending habeas corpus. I'm suspending the constitution. I am the commander in chief, and I'm not going to give this up. We're in a, a national emergency, a state of martial law, if you will. And I'm not going to give this up until we can, we can conclude this. So the fake Biden gets inaugurated. Uh, I know that's another topic for us to touch on. Um, but he gets quote unquote fake inaugurated you guys might remember from inauguration day there was a story he went to the white house and trump's team quote unquote changed the locks and he couldn't get in right away that was an actual story from inauguration day uh look that one up because that's really funny how are you the incoming president you can't get in the white house Hmm. trump's team changed the locks nobody got a key to it they just locked you out it's because you're not the commander-in-chief you're not legally allowed to be in the white house so that's why they filmed it in Castle Rock Studios and in Tyler Perry's fake White House in Georgia. So there's a lot going on there. Watch that inauguration. You will see too many anomalies. Uh, Another one is that inauguration was aired three or four minutes early, which is literally against the Constitution. You cannot swear in until 12 o'clock, 12.01, whatever it is. Uh, But it was like 11.58. His hands on the Bible. Chief Justice... uh, 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 Thomas or whatever, or Roberts is uh, talking to him, doing the whole thing. They started early. They started the proceedings early. That's 100% illegal. You can't do that. So a lot of that stuff, the legality of the election in Georgia leading up to that, um, into the inauguration, right? You can't change an election law, a la mail-in ballots, without it going through the state legislature. They didn't do any of that. So every mail-in ballot was illegal. If you didn't request one and you got one and you sent it in, it didn't count. It shouldn't have counted. Shouldn't have, but it did. But but did it? That's, that's my point, is they counted it, but legally it didn't count. So what's the military going to say? You can't count a ballot that doesn't count. I can't go so you, buy a lottery ticket we'll, after the we'll fact and to say... We'll the next podcast, but you're saying now Trump is still in control and there's not one... Military, and that's where the Durham report came one, yesterday. One military guy that will come out and say this is what happened? Well, no whistleblowers. That will back... You can answer on the next podcast. Sure, sure. Uh, there's no, to, you have four minutes. You there's got to be some. Look how long they've kept aliens away from us. They're going to yeah. start letting that out. Yeah, right? I, I mean, look at the JFK assassination. I know, and we, like I said, we might as well do a weekly. He thinks that he thinks that Kennedy's still alive, not JFK. But there's another theory that we're going to get into next week. Junior, that Junior's still alive. But but and, I'm talking, and that he's controlling all of this. <laughs> like this is this you care it's all together man it's just all together it's crazy it's crazy you, you you remember in the news what is it well cia what killed kennedy right they just came die. out with that they basically said we did do that yeah that, that yeah that he worked for us and he is involved in other hits and basically we don't want to come right out and tell you that we killed our own president but we're telling you that that's what trump <laughs> wanted released yeah. yeah yeah why right. can't i think of the guy that shot him who? Lee Harvey oh, Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald worked for the CIA and he was involved in other hits across the world and he killed 
the president, but we're not. 70 years later, because everybody's dead, we're going to tell you it, but, but we're did. not really going to tell you it. That's what they basically Trump did. Trump just came out and said, if I'm reelected, I'm releasing everything on it. Right, because they did right. block some of it. Probably the, the big, bold words so, that so, said, some of it we need came to kill out. our yeah, own 90% president. 90% is redacted. There's five, so, yeah. five minutes left. I got to stay on moderation. Well, now we're five. Uh, now nine. I got it. No, well, it's. It, I said six, we have four, and now we're down to yeah. four. Brett Fritz, you have four minutes to say this Durham report comes out yesterday. But you also said there's more to come. You told me in California three weeks ago, a month ago, that there's going to be so much coming out with Trump. You've already rebuttaled what my brother Clay said about he'll never be elected again. We don't know for sure. Or is he even not the commander in chief right now? What's the significance of this Durham report that we got yesterday? And where does it go from here? And what could potentially come out next? I think the biggest part of the Durham report, right, is that you know the establishment has been lying to you forever, right? Especially through the Trump years. You know now, mainstream media can't be trusted, FBI can't be trusted, CIA can't be trusted. So now the FBI comes to your door and says, X, Y, Z, you're gonna be like, F you, bro, get out of here, right? Like, it's not it's not gonna matter because they just can't be trusted. So main, main thing of the Durham report was to show the American people, including these 40 to you know 50% of Democrats who have been asleep, the Obama lovers, the I just, I just can't believe the world works that way people, right? The, the people who are so strung out by, you know, we spoke about this earlier, cognitive dissonance, where you just can't unlearn anything you've been taught, uh, you know, NBC will never lie to you. They totally will. Uh, that's that's the biggest part is waking up everybody, okay? But not from that though, what do you think Trump's gonna do? What has Trump already done in all of his legal cases, right? Anybody that attacks him, he goes after him like a pit bull 10 times worse. Okay, well now you've got, I was legit impeached for this. I was put on trial in front of Congress for this and it was 100% known to be fake. Right? We got countersuits coming. We got treason suits coming. We got military tribunals coming. Right? That's treason. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. You paid to have a false report to remove a sitting president. That's our hope. But that is yeah, treason. But isn't treason? No, uh, that is. It is. But yes. that's our hope that's going to happen. Yes. We'll see. But right? not much happens. It seems like when, when, because when, so again, going back to the Q thing, it'll it always come back to the Q thing eventually. <laughs> One of the Q things is the military is the only way. Okay, and it's not going to be everybody in the military. There's going to be people in the military who are still the yes man. They do what they want, right? But I guarantee you, people like special forces type guys, the people that you know have been shot at, the Chris Millers of the world who are fighting in Afghanistan on horseback, you know, riding through legit in gunfire, fighting tanks, uh, who then become Trump Secretary of Defense, who then take over uh, special warfare operations and do a press conference in front of all of Congress that says we have just completed the most extensive military operation in the history of this country, and that was in. 2019, I believe, is when he said that. Uh, what is he talking about? There's a whole lot that we'll have to cover on the next one. We're going to get into all kinds of stuff, going back through some of those cue drops, why Trump did his world tour, uh, but to the nitty gritty of that stuff with the child trafficking, all of this stuff is connected, man. It's crazy. Uh, I think a perfect. Happy to be here, though. Thank you guys. No, for man, having we me lo I, I love it. I, I I think that like I love being challenged, Clay, whatever it is. But if we can witness what's going on in the world, I just wanted to make sure that people 
know that this stuff is out there. I had no idea. Self meaning. So I think that the good title of this is going to be something along the theme of unlearning and cognitive dissonance. How do you pronounce it? Dissonance? Yeah, yeah. Cognitive dissonance. Dissonance. It's, yes, it's so, basically you can't unlearn something you've been taught your whole life. You believe. I want to be that guy that can and keep an open ear because that report came out yesterday. And I think what he's saying is they're going to keep coming out. And hopefully he's wrong and something does happen. Or he's hopeful and you're wrong and something does happen. And you're like so closed minded. And obviously I'm saying that you could be anybody we got to be open-minded to this because I would have never in a million years thought that I would see a president act like the way that the sitting president or fake president is. There's just no possible way. We haven't even got in. Sure. We haven't even got in to that. He's already announced his going to run again. That blew my mind. That really like really the Democrats are going to allow this. Like that shows me right there that something has to be looked into. Is this really a real person? Life on earth won't last too long So what you gonna do when the money's all gone I'd rather be poor living off in a hole Than rich as hell without a soul Life on earth won't last that long What you gonna do when the money's all gone Say life on earth won't last that long What you gonna do when the money's all gone